prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Ah, welcome, stranger, to the Legend of Retro podcast. What are you buying? I am Xander, and today I have with me <laughs> Chops. Hey, man. Do you, are you a smoker? Like, like you should no, probably lay off those cigarettes. I don't have any. <laughs> That's, that wasn't Joining us today also is the glitch. When did, what are you doing that for? Hunting an elephant. When did Pirate Xander join us? I don't remember this. Uh, chain smoking pirate Xander. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, all right. <laughs> and we have one more guest. Ah, I'll buy it at a high price. Danielle, welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> oh, God. I can't do that the entire episode. I'm oh, sorry. I'm glad. <laughs> it's weird. As soon as you took off your weird trench coat, uh, your voice changed back to normal. Yeah, it's a it's a neat neat uh, thing I picked up. It was weird because mm. Xander's eyes went from blue to red just randomly. It was so mm. weird. <laughs> uh, so unrelated to my voice, what are we talking about today? Oh, we're McDonald's commercials. Yeah, we're McDonald's talking about MC Kids Part Two. <laughs> so glad we can do this, guys. Do you remember the Mayor McCheese play thing that was like a jail and it was like way up tall? No, the only Mayor McCheese I know reference from is from Clerks, the cartoon. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, the costume party. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I know. No, but today we're talking about Resident Evil 4. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I feel like we would do that the whole episode if we could. <laughs> Just us doing our own impressions. I'll throw some in occasionally throughout the episode. All right. I'll buy that at so, a high price. Ah, I'll buy it at a high price. What I probably get, I'll probably get lines. What are you buying? I'll probably get the lines mixed up with like um, uh, RoboCop. I'd buy no that problem. for a dollar. Ah, I would buy that for a dollar. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, yes, Resident Evil Four glitch. Do you want to tell us about Resident Evil Four? No, I don't actually. All right. Well, Resident Evil 4 is a survival <laughs> horror game released on many systems. I first played it on the Wii. Oh, no. Well, actually, I'll get, I'll get it, it's good. I'll, I'll get into that more okay. later. But it came out on the GameCube and the PlayStation 2 um, in 2005, January 11th. Yes, January 11th was the original release date for the Nintendo GameCube version because mm-hmm. this was a Nintendo GameCube exclusive, sure. no matter what anybody tells you. Exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. exclusive. Except it's released on a bunch of systems. But anyways. Do you guys remember your first time playing Resident Evil 4? Ooh, I definitely do. Go ahead, because I, I don't. don't. So Daniel and I had just started dating, right? Yeah, it was pretty... Uh pretty early into a stating um i was in college so i was going to u of m and her sister chelsea had a gamecube now i didn't have a gamecube so i had 
Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Then we went PlayStation One, PlayStation Two. Then I got my 360 in college. What What's the state? Just so for my re- frame of reference, what is the state of video game collecting glitch at this point? Like, you have a ton of games. Are you like, like, nah, games are stupid. I'm a jock because I think you were a jock at one point. Um, or maybe I'm thinking something wrong. <laughs> I don't so, know. <laughs> so this was. <laughs> So this was collecting glitch. I had already got a nice library of NES games at this time because my eBay account was two years old. So I was spending just hundreds of dollars a week just on video games because I could do that. I was living at home and working two jobs. That's sweet. sweet Living off my parents' money. Yeah, I got you. Uh, So I don't even think I had like an N64 at the time. Like I was still like getting stuff like a Genesis I might have had. I can't remember which one I got first, but... uh, this yeah, I didn't have a GameCube, so this was my first experience with a GameCube. Disappointed and, in you. Uh, did you want to tell how your sister got this oh, game? Oh yeah, so um, my parents bought her, bought my sister a GameCube. You know, right when they came out, because that's like how my parents always were with everything. Anyway, so my mom always bought games at Sam's Club. I'm not exactly sure why, but she goes in there and there's this guy in there working. <laughs> And she goes up to him and she says, I'm trying to buy my daughter, who at the time, I think me and Tony figured out was like 12. It's like, I'm trying to buy her a video game, you know, one that's cool, one that she'll like, you know, whatever. The guy picks up Resident Evil 4 and he goes, this will knock her socks off. Literally what he said. (laughs) This will knock her socks off. Oh, God. And I I always remember that because I thought like, okay. And I don't even think my sister ever played it. I don't think she ever played the game because shortly after she got it, then I started dating Tony and he started playing it. Yeah. So, so her socks remain on to this day. They do. And then, yes. and then because your mom went to Sam's, Sam's Club, she bought 50 copies of this game, right? On a pallet. Uh, yeah. You know, I wouldn't That's, put it past her. I think I only ever bought one video game at Sam's Club. It was Darius Twin for the Super Nintendo. And I was so excited. Man, you guys in your fancy membership clubs. <laughs> I, was, I was too poor for that. <laughs> uh, Why pay yeah, was, money for groceries? Guy, you fools. Yeah, long story short. So uh, sh- her mom was like, oh, you want to play this game? You know, Chelsea never played it. So I would sit there and play the game at her house. So I would go over to Danielle's. We'd put in the GameCube and her mom would just love watching me play the game. In fact, one time I remember I was at school and I get a phone call and it's her mom. And she's like, hey, do you have class later today? Are you coming over to play video games? <laughs> wow. Pretty sweet how did, gig. How, how did that make yeah. you feel, Danielle? Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason my mom liked Tony. Oh, <laughs> at least was, at the beginning. Wait, wait, wait. The only reason why your mom liked Tony was because he would play a survival horror game yes. for her to secondhand watch. Yes. And see, here's the thing is like, so my mom's one of those people that like even watching horror movies, watching anything, she would always be like, wait, what is that? Oh, I didn't see what that was. Oh, what's that? And when Tony plays any type of game like that, he's like, I'm thorough. Very, very thorough. So my mom so enjoyed it because she wasn't like, oh, what's that shiny thing over there? Because Tony already saw it and got it. Mm, So like at the beginning, I think that was like the only reason she liked him. Oh, you know, I can have this kid come over here and play this game for me. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) that's adorable. (laughs) What about you guys? Uh, So I bought this game um, 
the day it came out, I had it pre-ordered at GameStop. I had the fancy uh, red steelbook version for GameCube. Um, I was working at Best Buy at the time. I was seasonal and I got let go. I found out I wasn't going to have the job anymore uh, the day before Resident Evil 4 came out. (laughs) Surprise! Right. But at the same. So I was living at home at the time. And so, you know, I had saved up a little bit of money. And so I was like, OK, I, I won't work. I'll sit here and play Resident Evil 4. That can be my job. And uh, it pretty much was <laughs> for the following, like, I don't know, three to four months. It was all I did as I played that game um, around that time. I'd also started hanging out at a coffee shop in Plymouth and I would bring my GameCube up and I would just sit in the little this little uh alcove underneath the stairs across from the main um the main counter and i would just play this game while i was hanging out with friends at the coffee shop i don't drink coffee i didn't really ever buy much there i just hung out and it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) well i I have no i have no clue when i play this but i'm looking up the release of the wii version so it had to be sometime around 2007 or later (laughs) um Mm -hmm. I, i legit yeah i played this whole game unlocked every single gun like every single i played it to death on the wii it was impressive it was i didn't know how stupid i was until (laughs) many years later when i'm like "Eh, i don't need to play that game but man it would have been way better with joysticks so i had i bought it for the wii and i played a little bit but my i had a launch console wii that for some reason with like higher quality video cables i would just get like random pixels throughout the screen if i was playing something that wasn't like childish in nintendo oh really that's so, weird yeah and i couldn't stand it so i wouldn't i never actually ended up playing it on the wii i just oh. i played like the intro and i was like oh these these this pixelated graphics i can't do it and if if it wasn't like a mario game it, I, if it was like trying to be hyper realistic for the time, the the pixels were there and I couldn't I couldn't play it. Yeah, yeah. this game is so hyper realistic. Well, I guarantee you that's like something that time. Nintendo programmed into their Wii so you would stop not buying Nintendo brand games. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it yeah, worked. It was too worse. violent. <laughs> yeah. They want you to play more um, Link's crossbow training. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just went. I just I pretty much have only ever played this on GameCube until. Resident Evil 6 came out and I got the deluxe edition that came with four or five in code Veronica download codes, which I was really excited about. And I actually had never played Resident Evil 6 because I had all those other games that I played instead. Mm. <laughs> I still haven't played I kept waiting for I played one. St- so when I started working at, at Family Video, that's when Resident Evil 6 came out. And so we got to take games home early um, as like a preview thing. Oh, nice. And so I played through one of the three storylines of resident evil 6 i was like yeah i don't really care much for this but i still bought it when it came out so i could have resident evil 4 5 and code veronica now her mom ended up buying this for either one of my birthday or christmas something yeah Uh, so i do own it on the playstation 2 and that's probably i want to say i played it more because i think i just did one playthrough well on the GameCube, but then I played it more on the PS2. That one had more to it as well right because that was the the game of the year edition Right, well, I didn't yeah, have it, the, had, it had more unlocks. Was that for it? sure? Yeah, okay. like yeah, uh, like there was quest with Ava. There was the mercenary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mercenaries, a ton of that stuff. Mercenaries and assignment Ada were both in the GameCube version. Oh, okay. um, what the, what the PS2 version added were like extra costumes, and there were a couple extra weapons that you could unlock. Okay. Like there was like a crazy like laser th- gun that you could mm-hmm. unlock that was not in the in the GameCube version. That one was fun. I the think giant like a, Magnum was also my favorite gun. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, the broken butterfly. Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty great. 
I think there was also like a gangster Leon costume. Yeah, that, he had like, like a fedora on. And, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't think that was in the GameCube version either. Like that was just stuff that they added to the PS2 version. Oh, okay. So let's nice. talk about the story a little bit. So this is Leon from <laughs> mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2. He came back. And Leon Scott can, Kennedy, can, working can for I, the government. Can I just say he has the worst luck? Because day one in Resident Evil 2, his the Some. Raccoon City has been taken over by zombies. This mm-hmm. is his first day on the job. Now, he gets assigned to protect the president's family, and the president's daughter gets kidnapped. Like before I mean, he can I even mean, get assigned to the family. At least he's good looking. That's he's got that going for him. He's a handsome That's guy. <laughs> oh, Danielle, you do not you do not agree with that now, statement. We no. haven't covered uh, Resident Evil Two heavily on the show. I don't believe oh, we have. I, I think know. the only so, Resident Evil game we've covered is three. So you guys are aware that Leo is uh, Leon is based off Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's obvious. Yeah okay. Yeah because uh, Claire is um, Claire Danes. Yeah. Romeo and oh, Juliet. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know so, I didn't know that part. I always got more of a Leonardo DiCaprio vibe from uh Steve Burnside from Code Veronica. I never played it. Never played no, it. just me? Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's all you. That's all <laughs> you That's all you. Uh, but so this yeah, game's different. Yeah, it's different from the other ones because they got rid of the the fixed camera view. This is the third person over the shoulder mm-hmm. now. This is the first one third person. Yes. Uh, Yes, there's one called like Resident Evil. It's like something aim. Dead aim. Dead that aim? was not a that was not third person. Is that that was a uh, OK. That was a light gun shooter. OK. Mm. Oh, OK. That was the arcade game. Gotcha. Uh, it was right. it, I don't think they had a in, an arcade release of it. It was just a PlayStation 2 light gun. OK. Game. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed the, the like, I, I don't know. In I guess you get different things with with the original Resident Evils it being first person. I feel like it's a little bit scarier because things are a little bit more up close and I feel like there's more jumps to it. But with this, well, like it, the environment was I don't know. I like seeing more of the environment. I like seeing more of the character. So I really enjoyed the like this is only one of the one of the very few games that I would play in third person. I don't like usually third person games. Uh, I was just going to correct you. The the the. Previous Resident, the only first person Resident Evil games are uh, um, seven and eight. They're like Gaiden for for Game Boy. Oh wait, yeah. But as the far first as mainstream, is per- it is my bad. The first person is like it's yeah, it's it's not third person in the sense that it's over your shoulder, but it is like a fixed camera, so yeah. you what you, you see your character. Yeah. Um, but like Resident Evil Seven and Eight are definitely or Village. If you don't, if you're going to believe the rumor that Village is not Resident Evil Eight, which is dumb. Um, is that is it the deep fake right now? Well, they what, before the game came out, they're like Resident Evil Village is not eight. Even though every time they've they've put a video out, they <laughs> highlight the Roman numeral eight in Village. So like, okay, I guess not. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's just a, a nerd gripe that I have with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, we, got we, got it, we got it. We got it, We got it. We got it. Other than that, yeah, there weren't really any other first-person shooter games aside from, like like I said, something. I think it was Gaiden on Game Boy where you played as Barry Burton and maybe a couple other random, like, side story things. But there wasn't a mainline entry until 7 that was first-person. I guess I just blocked out the terrible camera angles from the first game uh, in my head and and just assumed it was first-person. My bad. Yeah, those those were just, like, pre... I mean, uh, what is it? Pre-rendered images? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, they could make it look cooler then but you know as technology advanced you can kind of get away with a lot more stuff so cool so yeah so what's so this 
I, I don't I have things gripes about this plot. Does anybody else have gripes about this plot? What no, because it's a it's a Resident Evil game, and I always expect cheesy, dumb plot. Holes. I guess I don't know. Like I, my my gripes is they're not really zombies, right? No, no, no. no. So but, like, I mean, that's like the premise, right? That's like the the shtick of Resident Evil games is that it's zombies. It's it's what it started as, but the game the by or the Resident Evil series in Japan is called Biohazard, so it's always been biological weapons. So the Ganados being a a virus or a some sort of genetic mutation still is in line with the 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 concept of guess, Resident Evil just, slash Biohazard. I guess this this is the I don't know I, I don't like when like things like tentacles start popping out of people's heads <laughs> like <laughs> like I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's it's it's definitely this game was like the jumping the shark moment I think in the franchise. But I mean if you look at even the the original Resident Evil you had Tyrant who wasn't necessarily an undead it was a genetically right. modified person with a gigantic arm and claw. Yeah. That's not a zombie. When they yep. did that stuff though they it was like highlighted as like main villains. It wasn't like every villager you meet was either um, a weird parasite person or uh, you shot them a couple times and their heads exploded and tried to, to hug you. Well, they were all infected with whatever the, and forgive me because it's been a long time since I went in depth in, in the story and, and can fully understand what, uh, what the virus was, but it was something that was injected in everybody, including Leon. Like there was something that modified them genetically to make them like follow the, uh, was Vitores Mendez the big the big dude with the beard? Mm-hmm. Like follow his his com- commands, which was also from Salazar and so on and so forth. Yeah, so Every was, time you was, thought you found the bad guy, it was another bad guy. It was Las Plagas was the name yeah, of it. Yeah, Las Plagas, and they were called the Ganados. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. And uh, and so I guess it infected the miner, uh, the like miners, like digging miners, uh, and it infected the city, and that's how they all got it. And uh, in this game, you'll notice there's no children because mm-hmm. there was a big deal about killing children in video games. So the story goes that all the children died from from the virus. Mm. But then, yeah, so they, they do get Leon and Ashley and infect them with the virus. So throughout the whole game, there's these points where, you know, Leon's coughing up blood and Ashley gets mm-hmm. taken control of because the virus has worked its way so far into her body. I mean, but the big thing too, like to your point about them not being zombies or whatever, even in like almost every zombie franchise there is, like as it progresses, the zombies mutate. Like almost everything. They mutate into Mm -hmm. other things or they mutate into being smarter or sentient. So, I mean, I guess if this is four, then you would expect that. I don't know. I guess at this point, like I had played one the director's cut uh, like a little bit with my brother. And then I didn't get really super back into resident evil until this game. So mm-hmm. when I like got obsessed with this is when I, just before, you know, five came out and when I went down that path with Jay and played that to till death, um, mm-hmm. like this game was the one that dragged me back in. So like, I guess the only frame of reference I had in my head at that time was, the original Resident Evil game, which again mm-hmm. is, I feel like a terrible game to compare to because it was it was so old in comparison and so new uh, yeah, in, think, in that time. I think a little bit to the reason why they kind of strayed away from zombies though is you'll see during the production of this game it took forever and they had to scrap a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and I guess the big issue was by the time they made Nemesis, 
the team had gotten tired of the cookie cutter game that they had been making over and over and over. So the idea was kind of just to just revamp the series and make something new and broad. Because, uh, I mean, they essentially made a version of the game that ended up being Devil May Cry. And they essentially yep. created Devil May Cry from a scrapped version of this game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it started development in 1999. <laughs> like, that's so <laughs> long. But I guess, like, today's standards, like, even our most popular games, like, you know, if we're talking real long development times, Final Fantasy VII Remake, like, <laughs> there, that still wins over mm-hmm. too long of a development period. How's Metroid Prime 4 doing right now? Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Got announced four years ago. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, Tony touched on on the different versions of the game. There was, like he said, uh, the version that was like a crazy action game with a protagonist who was going to be named Tony of all things. And oh, yeah. then, uh, man, yeah, how would you have felt were, about that? Would you like have been like were super, super excited about this new character you can relate your life to and like like dresses in Halloween and like, you know, to change mm-hmm. your name and like, yeah, yeah you, I would have changed would've... my last name to whatever the character's name and, was going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti, right? So it, Tony Spaghetti. Yeah, Mustacholi. <laughs> so they got super far into developing that, and it was going to be too costly for them to scrap it completely, so they turned it into Devil May Cry. And then they had another director come in and start working on the game, and he had it like, it was like hallucinations and ghosts, and there was like a, a ghostly hookman thing that would like chase you down. And they had to actually scrap that because it was going to be too expensive because they had every environment they made they had to make two completely different versions of it the normal and then the hallucination because they wanted the hallucinations to just kick in and just be scary oh and uh the 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 guy who was heading that was like yeah i was a little too ambitious with that one and uh yeah i don't think i could have actually made it i've been off a little more than i could chew on that one <laughs> <And> then comes <laughs> so sh- then shinji mikami who is uh one of the the creators of the resident evil series came in i was like all right let's just do this and they kind of took some of the the um graphics from the the spooky ghost one and, and turn it into resident evil 4 as we know it today yeah the one thing that that surprised me the most in the research that i did was on top of them um kind of getting tired of of the the played out formula for resident evil was one of the reasons that they wanted to do resident evil 4 the way they did was because of the shocking to me commercial failure of the resident evil remake for gamecube i thought that was a huge success <laughs> Oh. I bought that the day it came out. I absolutely loved it. Uh, to quote the Sam's Club guy, it knocked my socks off when I got it home. And <laughs> I just like watched that intro over and over again. I played that game to death and I just assumed that was a, a big hit with everybody like it was for me. So, you know, what's it almost uh, 20 years later and I'm finding out it was a commercial failure and that's why they decided to switch things up in Resident Evil 4. I feel like we all have higher expectations of Capcom (laughs) and we slowly as we've become older realize they're really bad at promoting and selling their games. (laughs) I mean, they remember Resident Evil. I mean, for sure. Yeah, but everything else. (laughs) Right. Not so much. Uh, How do you guys feel about... Oh, Sorry, ahead. Tony. Go ahead. I was going to say, how do you guys feel about Resident Evil 4 overall? Like, in, 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 I mean, how, Chops, you mentioned you kind of really have only played this one, Resident Evil 1, and a handful of others, mm-hmm. right? How about you? How about you guys, oh, well, Danielle? At, Tony, at the what? time, I, I had only played. I've gone oh. back and played a few more since then. How about you guys? Um, so, if uh, for listeners that listen to part two of our 100 greatest PS2 games, this was my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. It is a you know GameCube exclusive, so it never came out on any other systems. But if it did come out on the PS2, <laughs> it would be my number one pick. 
because uh, I just fell in love with the game. I like I played it several times, and then you know it has that connection with with her family, which means a lot mm-hmm. to me. Uh, right. I think this is yeah. probably my number one Wii game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, love this Link game. Link Crossbow Training, though. I mean, come on. I mean, that and uh, Backyard uh, Barnyard Animals, or whatever that was called. Uh, Hillbilly uh, Truck Chicken Derby. Shoot? Chicken Shoot. Yeah, that was what I was thinking Chicken of. Chicken Shoot. Um, no, I, I really enjoyed this game. Like I said, I would play this constantly. Me, my friend uh, Brian and I would take turns playing. He would play it at his house. We'd talk about it constantly. Um, I played Mercenaries a ton. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just of of this the whole series. Um, I probably have to say it's my favorite one, though. I do really like the Resident Evil Two remake that came out, um, mm-hmm. but it's hard for me to put that above this because it is a remake. So um, this is probably on the top of my list for Resident Evil games. Yeah. What Did you, you guys play any of the other Resident Evil games? You got you just said that Resident Evil Four was your favorite. You didn't really touch on any any of the others. Oh, I played two. The, the no, remake I, the I meant, uh, Sorry, glitch. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I played two before this. I played three before this one. Um, and uh, I I purchased and played five, but did not care for it after uh, mm-hmm. after playing this one. Yeah. Five is definitely like, it's way too action oriented. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was going get, <clears> to <throat> get to uh, and the reason why I was asking. I think I may have touched on this when we talked about the, the top PS2 games is Resident Evil 4 to me is kind of like the Dark Knight, you know, the movie, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Four superhero movies were like, yeah, dude, this game was great. It was I put a ton of time into it. I really loved it, but it kind of ruined the fan franchise for a little while. Yeah. Like they kept trying to redo that the same way superhero movies after the Dark Knight kept trying to be the Dark Knight. And it just to me just mm. wasn't as good. Yeah. So I, I like I have like a love hate with with Resident Evil four. I think it's a great game. I just didn't like what it did to the to the series afterwards. Like five was decent. I enjoyed it. I played through en- enough to like get all the achievements and everything. Uh, and then six obviously was just a mess. Five was was a good I felt like a good co-op game. For sure. It was definitely yeah, better think- co-op than it was single player. And so like mm-hmm. I could definitely see how if you're going into that one, if you only play Resident Evil games by yourself, how it kind of ruined the idea of what the franchise would be, because we all know six was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I could totally see where you're coming from on that, because, yeah, after five, it, it peaked. And then I was like, yeah, everything else sucks. Yeah. Like I like I said, I still enjoyed five. I think it's it's a decent enough game. But I just, you know, to see the, the turn of it going from survival horror to just action horror yeah. just kind of bummed me out but um, um so i think it's I neat that every was uh the the quick time events so mm, like yes this, obviously you know quick time events wasn't new to video games had been around since you know the mid 90s but uh this i feel like really popularized it. like this really kind of brought it into hey this is this works it's really fun uh but at the same time i hate it so much because i'm one of the i just want to sit and watch the darn cutscene. but now right. i gotta like oh no i gotta have the controller in my hand i gotta be like on you know on edge oh god I forbid you, some combination god, god forbid they make you do something in a video <laughs> game tony jeez this isn't a final fantasy game okay i can't this isn't a kojima game <laughs> i died at the krauser first encounter yeah, dude, the krauser fight man you just want to see what's happening and yes. then like surprise <laughs> Which one is that? Is but, that that's that's the knife fight? 
Oh, that's on on those like weird stone buildings that give so many different levels and stuff. There's that one, but before that, you're like the first time you find Jack Krauser is like in a. It's like in a. Um, like is it in like a warehouse right? or like in a sewage yeah, it's like system? a warehouse kind of thing. You're on yeah. you're like okay. on steel, uh, yeah, steel and support. the knife gets shot out of his hand or something like that, right by Ada or something. I think so. Yeah, it's no, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, that well, fight yeah, shortly took after forever. that. You're up on the but stuff. I do have yeah, to say be- the final fight with him. That was a blast. I had mm-hmm. a ton of fun with that fight. I mean, granted, I'm mostly remembering after I've beaten the game and unlocked everything, just shooting missile rocket launchers right. at him. But <laughs> it was still a lot of fun. And I really I like also, that character, too. He, he was like one of my favorite villains in the game. Yeah. I do also feel that I need to point out that you're like, oh, God forbid you have to play, you know, do stuff in a video game. When I think at the time of the recording, the most recent episode out of The Legend of Retro is you gushing about Snake Eater. Yeah, there's a lot to do in that game. Like there's eat, also eat animals like a, and then watched cutscenes for 15 minutes. Right. And the in the ladder. Yeah. Right? And the ladder. How long is the ladder? <laughs> all you gotta all you gotta do is hold up on that, okay? And then wait 40 minutes for the game to let you free of it. Ugh. Uh, so there just needs to be a Ashley Graham. I hate any character that has to follow you around. I don't give a crap if you are the funniest or the coolest character. Like their personality does not factor or character design does not factor into it because I have to worry about this stupid AI computer thing doing its job. So, like I said, I used to play this at a, uh, at a at a coffee shop and I would keep playing and it turned into a huge joke amongst my friend groups of, of just like, Leon, help. Oh, I need to tie my shoes <laughs> or Leon, help. I ate too much. And now my tum tum hurts. <laughs> and we would just like constantly oh, call God. out like Leon, help. And like whatever thing it like, was. I don't, so, like, I don't know if it's treason, but I would have I would have just killed her right there. If, I don't care if the president's daughter, if, she, if that's who she is. Right, like, oh yeah, sorry, Mr. President. That's, the, that's uh, your whole point for being there. I don't care. That's the whole reason you're there. I, I would, I would have, I would have killed her and then went to the cultists and be like, "I'm with you guys. Let's kill some more people." She certainly is not a great character. She is possibly one of the most annoying characters that you would have to help in a game. Her constant, like, there's a running gag with my family. We even still say it, like, when somebody's being super annoying. I don't know why, because after, like, rewatching scenes and stuff with Tony, I, she doesn't sound the way that we make her sound. But every <laughs> time we talk about, you know, like, like somebody being annoying, we always go, Leon! And, like, that's always how I hear her saying that. That. So I was like, oh, her voice isn't as annoying as I remember. And then the longer we watch it, I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it just gets worse <laughs> and worse. I was hoping you were going to end that story by saying we just say whoever's being whiny. Like, man, you're being a real Ashley Graham <laughs> yeah, right, right now. No, 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 no. We just say, Leon. So, you know, you kind of get the hint, but nobody else that's not in on the joke knows. So. Right. Uh, one of the things that her mom, like her mom used to get like really freaked out. And part of the reason... Uh, I think she like hated it, but enjoyed it at the same time because she liked watching me play horror games. Like she, oh, yeah. I, I think I even ended up playing like Silent Hill two. You did, yeah. At their house, I tried. I brought over Resident Evil two and played a little bit of it. Uh, but there's this one enemy, and I think it's it's called the Iron Maiden, and it's this like creepy monster with like spikes that like jump out of its body, mm-hmm. and like it like twitches a lot. Her mom like screamed. Oh yeah. When the door opened, I think just popped out of nowhere and like stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and that and the hearts are that's the one you have to kill by yeah, like shooting, and its hearts Let's are go. in different locations. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, there were really cool enemies in this game. It's just it, it. Yeah, the enemies are flooding back into my head. Also, just like you ride a mine cart at one point, don't you? <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, I'm just like, like yep. all these thoughts are running through my head right now of this game. And like, it really is a hot mess of a video game. Like you riding mine carts, you're on a, like a, a raft in the middle of, of a creepy swamp. And a, what is it a crocodile or was it a big snake? I can't remember what it is. Well, it's a big fish. Yes. It's a big fish. Like there's this really buff army dude that really wants to beat you up. <laughs> and then, and then you fight like basically I'm just going to call, um, uh, what's his name? The final boss. I can't remember. Um, um, Wesker. Um, he basically turns into like a demon, right? Uh, Wesker, I don't think shows up in this game. Who's I think he's just guy? hinted at. The last guy is the the cult leader whose name escapes me at I the moment. Wesker not, was in it. It's like Sed- I Sedler, think, I think, right? Sedler, yeah, Sedler. Sadler. Yeah. Sadler, yep. S- Sadler, yeah. Sadler's yeah, the guy with Salazar, glasses. Salazar, he's like the the short guy. Salazar's the kid. Oh yeah, Torres Mendez is the big. Yeah. Is the the big like he turns into like a centipede guy and you fight him in the burning barn mm-hmm. and then you have Jack Krauser and then you have uh, Sadler. Oh, uh, we okay. didn't talk about uh, uh, was it Lewis? Right? Was his name? Oh yeah, that helped you out, <laughs> yeah, Lewis. There's yep. there's a cut scene and it was like hilarious when it first came up when I was playing it over at her parents' house. Uh, he, he walks in, he goes. I've got something for you. And oh, it no. pans to his crotch. Ew. And like stays there for and stays there for like a couple seconds and then pans up. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what is he at for? What is that? What is who is that for? It's a bunch of dudes playing this game. Who's that for? I got something for you. And it's like he, I think he ended up dropping. He had like the cure and he's like, oh no, I misplaced it. I must have dropped it. I never trusted that guy from the start, which is bad because spoiler, you you're supposed to trust him. Right. <laughs> Spoiler: the, Which is uh, not a good judge of character. <laughs> <laughs> we always seem Dude. like very scheming. Uh-huh, like, yeah, you always think everybody's uh, yeah, after you, you, but they're showing like, you. Right, the- I gotta go. I gotta go somewhere. I gotta get something. Whenever someone's like, you. "Hey, I got something for you," and they put their crotch out, you're real suspicious. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! No, 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 no! You don't. <laughs> Do you guys remember the uh, the chainsaw guy with the burlap oh, yeah. sack over his head? Yeah. Do you remember worse. his actual name? He's got the hardest burlap sack I've ever seen in my life to, sh- <laughs> to shoot through that thing no i don't remember his name no i don't dr salvador <laughs> doctor. and they never call what? him that and what? there are so many of Why them is he a doctor? Oh, no. it's such a cool name. Ology? i don't know a burlap sacks He's, he has a master's degree in sewing sacks <laughs> I, just, I just imagine this like doctor like comes into your surgery he's like all right uh do we get them all prepped and he's got a burlap sack over his side like are you gonna perform the surgery with the sack on your head <laughs> 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 it says scrub me up and they just place the sack over his head <laughs> oh man uh so Xander did a great impression of the merchant when we first saw the episode did you guys uh did you guys uh, kill the merchant because i did kill him i mean you can kill eventually you can yeah you him. can kill him and he, and he just won't spawn in that if i'm not mistaken he just won't spawn in that area anymore oh. so he won't but if it's in per, it's if you're on professional difficulty he's he's dead for the game i've never done that no i didn't know you I, could <laughs> i think i did it uh just to see if i could and then i was like oh yeah. no what have i done <laughs> yeah there's always that can i do this i did not <laughs> i did not think of it. that I did. Mm-hmm. Totally killed the merchant. I, I just love the fact that he's he's collecting all this random stuff and he's only keeping it in a trench coat. Like, 
<laughs> Where you're the only one buying, like you're, you're the only the, one keeping right, his business right. alive. Yeah, there's not like that we know there's of. There's no line outside the the merchant's uh, hut, which isn't even a hut. He's just standing wherever he wants. Um, and like, where's he putting all these jewels? Who is he selling these jewels to? When is where's he getting all these weapon enhancements? Like, come on, man. He's selling them to museums. He's got to be working with it's, the cultists. Is there just one merchant? Is there more? Because I mean, he's oh, maybe to begin if he if you kill to him, where you need to go faster than you are. If you kill him and then he spawns later, yeah, maybe, maybe they took the 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 scrapped hallucination idea and it's all been a dream for Lance. He's oh, really no. the, he's really the hook man, but he's trapped in the merchant's body, right? <laughs> uh, I got a couple things on the reception. So we did. I did mention that this game sold extremely well. So how well did it sell? Let me tell you, because you just asked. Four uh, copies to each of it us. Was, <laughs> it was the 14th best selling game on the GameCube. It sold 1.6 million copies. Uh, 53rd on the PS2 and 33rd best selling game on the Wii. Wow. Uh, the thing about the 33rd best selling game on the Wii is that it's technically the second best selling non Nintendo, non just dance game (laughs) (laughs) because they were all just Nintendo, uh, research and development and all just dance one, two and three. Yeah. I mean, like the top games, it it ported well to the Wii. It didn't, it didn't look that bad. The controls were a little clunky, but it didn't look terrible. Did you guys want to give a guess at what the, the so I said it was the second best selling non Nintendo Just Dance. Did you guys want to guess what that other one was? Is it a Just Dance game? No, that wasn't a Just as Just Dance. Oh, I thought you meant that as in like the first place was Just Dance. No, uh, first place for Wii would would be Wii Sports. But he's saying it's non Nintendo and it's also not Just Dance. Oh, okay. Right. Um. What else was super hmm. popular on the Wii? Is this a big titled for like a big uh, video game franchise or video game uh, company? Yeah, I would say that this franchise is pretty successful. Uh, I can't it's know. Based off a, it's based off of a movie franchise. Is it a Harry Potter thing? Oh, is uh, it? Is it? Uh, is it a Disney franchise? It's L- Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. Yeah, ah, I can see that. that. Lucas yeah. Arts. Yeah. Uh, this one Spike was a video game awards game of the year. So back when it mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, now it's video game awards. They dropped the Spike, but back when it was Spike. Uh, it won the 2005 game of the year. It beat out God of War and World of Warcraft. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, some I Easter eggs. It. What were you going to say, Xander? I said, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, some Easter eggs. So uh, this game is starring Leon Kennedy. Uh, the most difficult difficulty is professional. So it would be, uh, you know, convenient that there is a game called Matilda, which is a character from the movie Leon the Professional, played by... Was it Natalie Portman? Mm-hmm. Is Melinda? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a gun called Killer Seven, which is also a game that uh, Shinji. Mc- How do you say his name? Shinji Mikami co-wrote. Mikami. Yep. Uh, Shinji Mikami. He, he was uh, in development with. And then, under the broken butterfly magnum's description, it says a powerful 45 magnum revolver. This will make anyone's day. Oh, that's and cool. Dirty Harry. Yep. I I feel like I need to go back and play this game. You should. I think we all should. Man, that would be a good I, uh, community playthrough. I think this game would. It's available on so many platforms. Is it available can, on PC now? It is. Oh, yeah. And you can play it on your iPhones. Like you can, It's yeah. available on mobile. I mean, like if I can, played it on Wii, I better play it on the iPhone, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep that dumb control scheme going. 
Yeah, uh, they Shinji Mikami actually has uh, famously said that he would if the, he would kept saying it. I is like no, this is a GameCube exclusive game. Like people keep asking, is it going to be ported to something else? Absolutely not. It's it's a GameCube exclusive. And he is quoted saying uh, it's either that he would cut his own head off or that he would commit har- harakiri oh. <laughs> yep. if uh, if it were released on any other system. Yep. And there's a reference in I can't remember which game. It may have been Killer 7 or there's some other game that he worked on where there's a, a character that's referred to as uh, Makami's head. Mm. Mm-hmm. Since he clearly did not. Why, why was he so adamant? <laughs> well, he they the, he they had some sort of like falling out with Sony. Like he got frustrated with the PlayStation Two development or something like that. So he was like kind of shopping around, and they actually met with Microsoft. Microsoft was really interested in in taking this off their hands, and Mikami was asking like, so Sony's. Sony's philosophy on games is this. Nintendo's is this. What is yours? And the guy who was in the meeting with like couldn't come up with an answer. So Mikami just like after he like kind of stumbled for a little bit, just stood up, bowed and walked out. Oh, Jeez. All yeah. right. Whatever, <laughs> so, man. And then and so That's then harsh. they tried to they, they scrambled. They tried to send somebody to over smooth things over and it was already late. He'd already made the deal that Nintendo would get it. Yeah. Wow. And I think at the time Xbox was even out. Right. 2004 uh, in, if, in, at that time in, in development well, it, when the, they were in the development I don't even yeah, think in, in, in the development period no it wasn't out yeah. because yeah because yeah, the the um, Xbox came out in November of 2001 yeah. if I'm not yeah. mistaken November 7th so yeah it's uh, it, it was definitely out the, when this game came out it just and I don't think it ever showed up on the original Xbox I think the original Xbox may have been the only system nope. that it never came out on I, it uh, did come out obviously on 360, 360 yeah. so you think so you figure out how to make a hack of it and release it on the Xbox original you absolutely should <laughs> gotcha. you, you get on that alright I will I'll play if it. it can be released on the Zebo, it can be released on the Xbox. Like, Ooh yeah, here we come, man! I was, I was <laughs> we'll get it on the Virtual Boy. It'll be perfect. Uh, yep. Uh, so speed uh, running, uh, the most popular category was for the PC on professional difficulty. The reason why they pick professional difficulty is because the enemies are more predictable that way. Uh, when you have it on a lesser difficulty, you know sometimes the enemies will dodge and like move unpredictable. With professional, they're always attacking, always like trying to strike at you. So they can kind of maneuver around enemies better with that. Uh, the first place record uh, sh- held by Shonkin is for one hour, 21 minutes and 37 seconds in game time. For which system? I believe it. This is on PC. 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 Yep. And then uh, for console, the PS4 normal uh is the shortest time it's one hour 35 minutes 24 seconds held by uh isuchi who is like the number one speedrunner of this game for like almost all platforms um there is something pc for some reason except for in pc yeah but he is up there on the pc uh there is something if you're not playing on professional this game has it doesn't tell you about it it's called difficulty adjustment and it's something you might notice if you died a couple times in a room the game will automatically adjust the difficulty based on how good or how bad you're playing the game. So this isn't like anywhere in the settings, but like if you're, you know, hitting every shot and you're killing every enemies, you're not dying. You'll notice that more enemies will spawn in certain areas. Whereas the opposite, if you keep dying over and over in a spot, when you spawn, eventually less and less enemies will appear on the screen. Is that indefinitely? Hmm. Like it'll just keep going and going? So, yeah, it'll just keep adjusting throughout the entire game unless you're on professional difficulty. Wow. I guess I didn't know that. 
Yeah. I think that's the point is because they didn't want, you know, like those games where if you die over and over in a stage, it'd be like, oh, do you want to lower the difficulty or do you want to pass this area? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of just like a slap in the face and you kind of have that pride of like, no, I don't want to, you know, take this brow. Right. I want to fight through it. This game kind of like lends Did your hand you, without tell telling you. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, one of the- So that later you feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then as I'm telling you, the chops is like, oh my god, they they made this game so much easier. <laughs> now, now I'm question. Yeah, now I'm questioning how, how I beat this game. I, my pride yeah, I is thought on it the was line. really weird that at the end of the game, I was only fighting one enemy per room. So. <laughs> I thought it was weird that the final yeah. boss only took one uh, shot. It was weird when was I it. died 40 times before the final boss, and then I just threw my knife at him. <laughs> Which the uh, knife is the like the most powerful weapon in the game. Oh, it's very powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess the knife is like even more pow- powerful in later Resident Evil games too. I read, like I, don't, I didn't play the remake of two, so there's a knife in two that you can use, right? Well, they break, yeah. I think, right? Don't, isn't there multiple knives? Uh, they do, unless you play through and unlock the unbreakable knife. Oh, I didn't okay, do that because one of the the speedruns I was watching, he was explaining the knife and how powerful it is, but then he was talking about how when the later Resident Evil games, like they do so much damage per frame that mm-hmm. it's it's insane. Yep. Yeah, uh, the Resident Evil Two remake. If you can, if you have the the knife and you're playing on PC and you can like max out the frame rate, you can kill enemies with the knife super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Code Veronica had a, had a a thing where it would like do damage over. I don't know if it was frames or just like area. So if you if you could get an enemy on the ground and then just swipe down, you would hear multiple hits as the knife cut okay. across them, and they would just do it would just do belligerent damage. Yeah. Uh, for the speedrunning, the most popular glitch is called the Dittman glitch. Uh, it's something that a user on GameFAQs.com back in the day uh, by the username of Dittman discovered. Mm. Uh, if you took the striker shotgun, uh, look down at scope and right away change your weapon. So if you put like a grenade in your hand or a pistol, uh, your speed would become 1.5 times the speed on anything you did as far as like running, climbing. Uh, jumping that would stop after you entered a door but they use this glitch to kind of just like run through most areas but it also helped to break the game in certain spots because your movement would just like go super fast so on the area where you're fighting those two like giant beasts and you gotta open up the the gates the door to like put them in lava yeah yeah you have to like go down like a zip line. Well, if you go down the zip line, you get there before the zip line does, like the handles. You run back up there, go down it again, it'll push you off out of bounds, and you can just skip the entire fight. <laughs> Neat. I gotta watch that. You can that. actually skip you can skip the uh Salazar fight too. That's the one where the little the short the short guy turns into like that giant beast with arms yeah. and like tentacles. Uh, you can those- just skip that whole thing. Those giant beasts are El Gigante, El Gigante, by the way. Man, so creative with their Spanish-named things. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, yeah. What else you guys got for uh, Resident Evil? Man, not much. It's been it's been a while since I played. The last time I, I went all the way through was, like I said, when Resident Evil 6 came out and I played it on 360. Um, I tried to play it again recently, like within the last year. And the controls after playing through the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake and Resident Evil 7 so much were just really difficult. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's still tanky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. You get real spoiled with those remakes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they remake this game at some point, too. I think they, yeah, they announced that there is one. 
Um, I don't think so. I would have loved to have seen um, Code Veronica get a remake before this one get a, before Resident Evil Four get a remake. Code Veronica is terrible. Code Veronica is great. Terrible. <laughs> uh, I disagree. Capcom is working on Resident Evil Four remake. This was in April of 2020. Oh, I don't remember anything when <laughs> April 2020 happened. <laughs> Estimated release date of 2022. Oh, nice. All right. Cool. They're using the real engine for this. Yeah, it'll probably nice. be a way better controls. Yeah, I'm looking Future forward to it. I still need play, to play. I think we I, should do it. I, yeah, I still need to play Village, so I'm I'm looking forward to all that they have coming out. And then when eight comes out after Village, you're gonna be excited about that too. Yeah, right? Resident <laughs> Evil Eight. Yep. And then when Resident Evil Town comes out. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and then Resident Evil Pirates, and then, which is uh, the next, like just a bunch of pirate merchants. <laughs> ah, boy, I'll buy it at a high price, me matey. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I mean, and I don't have any other final thoughts other than I, I think of your retro Resident Evil games. You should definitely put this on the top of the list. Yeah, Not yes. including the remix. Like I said, just just retro ones. Um. So uncharacteristic for a res- or a Legend of Retro episode. We were at almost uh, almost an hour, oh, yeah. and we've not talked about the music yet, which is okay because there's not much music to talk about. <laughs> so let's take a quick break. We'll hear a word from one of our partners, and we'll dive into the very shallow pool that is the music. Imagine being stuck in a room for days, far from your friends and family, while feeling sick and scared. Now, imagine being in that same room, but having access to online gaming, virtual reality, 3D printing, Lego robotics, and the ability to create your own Twitch channel. At CSMOT Children's Hospital, we use video game technology to improve our patients' lives and help them reach their therapeutic goals. But we can't do it without your help. Every device and interaction provided to our patients is paid for by the thoughtful donations of gamers like you. If you want to help, then go to tiltify.com slash mottchildren that's T-I-L-T-I-F-Y dot com slash M-O-T-T children. There, you can make a one-time donation or, if you're a content creator, learn how to stream Vermont. So if you want to help other gamers like you, please visit Tiltify.com slash children and play for the little victors. So the soundtrack to this game was composed by Misao Sinbongi. And I'm probably saying that incorrect because as I said that, it didn't sound right. But, uh... At any rate, the soundtrack of this is very atmospheric. And then when you are in the game, it is it's it's encapsulating like you you you, you barely even notice it because it fits in with the the scenery and everything else. Um, but there are a few tracks that do happen to stand out. But it's uh, it's kind of like some other like uh, I like I mentioned in the Super Metroid episode where it's just it's very ambient and in it's not really something that you you strive to listen to unless you're playing the game. So um we we only have like four songs to listen to today <laughs> so uh let's let's jump in. chops actually didn't tell us a song he wanted us to, to play so yeah it didn't wow I, me enough i i picked two and tony picked two so let's start off with one that i picked this is called the drive first contact and this is the the weird uh spanish song that plays when you uh first listen or when you first start the game and, and you're riding along in the car and those guys are just giving you crap about being an american Con 
So that's real goofy. And uh, I just, it always stuck out to me whenever I would start a new game of just how just weird that music was. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, <laughs> it's so like weird. if we ever, if we yeah, ever go back and, and talk about the original Resident Evil, I will absolutely talk about the song that sounds like somebody fell asleep on the piano and someone like shook him like, dude, you gotta make the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the weird part about this scene too is the fact that there is a mariachi band like right behind him as they're driving. Right, you just don't see <laughs> it. They're actually in the back seat. <laughs> what do you expect yeah. them to play? Like uh, it's a third, it's a third row vehicle, and you just don't see them. You expect them to yeah. play like Three Amigos music or something like that? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so uh, the next song we're going to take a listen to is the save theme, which is uh, kind of a just a nice song to hear once you're fighting El Gigante, Doctor Salvador, and the rest of the crew. So it's kind of a nice respite to listen to. So let's take a listen to the save theme. it's a short but sweet little loop but it's uh it's something that get, brings calm and peace to uh, an otherwise kind of terrifying kind of game i got very sleepy <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> well that'll do it it's supposed to lull you into a false sense of, of security which leads in to our next song which is the final battle This is another song that's less familiar without the sounds of rockets exploding constantly. <laughs> Did anybody else get kind of like a Game of Thrones vibe from that? Subtly. Very subtly. I guess a little. It's been a minute since I watched through games of Game of Thrones as well. But I don't recall I don't rockets exploding in that one either. There was t- <laughs> that show had so many rocket explosions. It was crazy. Yes. Man, the, the craziest part about this game is when uh, Ada throws you the weapon and then she jumps off and when you think that she died she's never done that before no never it's true oh good old ada speaking of game modes where you can play zeta that's what we're talking about right (laughs) mercenaries so good man hunk's version i think hunk and wesker were the two that i played the most Mm -hmm. i liked krausers as well because he had i believe he had the bow and arrow and that was just a cool thing to, to fight with 
but man, Mercenaries was so good. And and this Hunk's uh, theme is the one that stuck out the most to me. Uh, so as I was listening to the soundtrack, this is the one that uh, I recalled the most. the song and all i can picture is throwing a flash grenade into a bunch of enemies and then just snapping necks over and over (laughs) (laughs) or i like kicking people a lot yeah when when you play as hunk if you if you had them stunned he would just like run behind him and just like snap the neck and keep moving and you could just like chain that and just build your combo up so much that that's and then doc that was always my doctor the doctor came out and was like dr salvador You couldn't get him. It's time for surgery. My favorite thing uh, about the four songs we pick is the other 54 songs on this soundtrack sound nothing like those ones. No, it's not true. At all. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of just like weird drumming, I guess. Mm. <laughs> it's like I said, it, it fits very well for the game. The soundtrack matched with the game is, is really good. The soundtrack outside of the game uh there's these four songs and the other mercenaries <laughs> themes <laughs> all right so we've listened to the music we've talked about this game for an hour let's get mm-hmm. into our retro relapse for this week jones in for a classic game it's time for retro relapse on the legend of retro podcast retro relapse so uh Enviro Bear. Danielle, did, 2000, did, huh? did, 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 did the glitch make you play this? Yeah, and I've had to play it more than once oh, God. because when he got the game, he made me play it. And then he was like, oh, wait, you got to play this for Retro Relapse. And I was like, what? And he tells me what it is. And I was like, I've already played that. You already made me play that. It's got really crappy controls, right? And he goes, yeah, but you still have to play it. <laughs> now, so, yes, when you say, when you say he got it, he paid money for this? Yes. No, I didn't. Well, <laughs> I don't know, but whatever. When you I got found, it, found it. By the way, you didn't get paid it. to download it, so you, you obviously <laughs> lost in this uh, equation here. <laughs> this is a great game. No, it's not. It's simple controls. It's awful oh, controls. They were super simple. Simple. It's, oh, you just got to click. Yeah, I like when the stuff falls on the pedals, and then you don't realize why you're not moving because something's on the brake. Yeah, that was so the most Enviro Bear is a game where you are a bear that drives a car. Uh-huh. And it's five to, minutes to winter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Five and the first round is five minutes to winter. It's less time in each round. Uh you have to find food before you hibernate so you can hibernate through the winter and survive. Yeah, how do you find food? You take your car that you're driving as a bear. <laughs> And run over fish and bushes so that the berries and the fish fall into the car so you can eat them. But if you hit trees, there's bees that'll stab you the whole time. And there's oh, and badgers. Uh, and there's oh, I didn't get into a badger, uh, but I did get continually hit by other bears and other cars. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, at the very beginning of the episode, we mentioned the Clerks cartoon, so we would re- be remiss not to ask the eternal question: Who is driving? Who is driving? Oh my God, Bear is Bear? driving. How can that be? Bear is driving. Uh, they didn't get it. They need to watch Clerks cartoon. No. Apparently, yeah. Uh, but yes, so, this game was ridiculous. Where is this? Where did you find this game? Who made this? So this was this was I found it. Uh, I saw it on Games Done Quick one year during their not so good games block. Mm, that's appropriate. Uh, and uh, <laughs> this was one of the games that I was like, oh my god, I need to get this game. I think it was this and uh, the man with no name was another game that uh, was played during that block. So I mm-hmm. got like both of them, and I had to play both of them. Awesome. Mm, that's a, that's, a, that's not the word I would use, but. I love the game tells you to get fish. It doesn't tell you that you then have to click them to grab them and then eat them. You just kind of have to stumble on that. I do yourself. say my favorite is the is the eating sounds. Those are great. It also doesn't tell you until after the first stage that you can throw stuff out the window and the sunroof that you can't see. Wait, how do you throw stuff out? You just click and you throw it. It didn't do it for yeah. me. So you could. I eventually mm-hmm. was able to get rid of the pine cones that were stopping my my gas pedal. How do you get rid of the bee the same way? <laughs> yep, you just have to grab them and throw them towards what would be a window in an actual car. Yes. I mean it's a it's a something that someone should experience. Like if you if you I don't know about that. Just hear the pain in all of our voices and mm-hmm. and the joy in Tony's heart as, as he hears us talk about how much we hated no, it. No, it's yeah. Then you should maybe maybe seek it out and play you don't it. Need, it's a wonderful yeah. game. Mm-hmm. If you feel like frustrating yourself, have fun. <laughs> if you're, it's only it's only five minutes if you just play the first. So level. if you're Johnny Riot, we know he likes to punish himself. Uh, mm-hmm. He can he can play this game, but nobody else should. So when I had Danielle play again today, uh, you know, preparing for the episode, uh, she got all she finally got all the food for her meter to be full. And uh, she kept getting stuck on this one tree. And so she finally like headed towards the cave and there was this car that was like in front of the cave and wasn't letting wasn't letting her go. The car finally moved and then the snow came down and she just lost. the <laughs> I couldn't I got stuck a bunch of times and it wouldn't I couldn't move at all. It's the stuff was on your pedal. On no, your there was nothing was, on it. I couldn't move. Well, see, I got caught on a I tree kept, and it wouldn't let me turn or, or back I up. I kept thinking that that was the thing, but like the very end of the fishtail was stuck on the pedal and I didn't realize it was on the pedal because I thought it was like behind me. So I'd have to move it and then I don't think it was. It. I think that, one oh, of the cars no. pinned me against the tree. <laughs> so we've we've heard almost all of us talk about our experience with this game. Tony. Did you play or did you just watch? Oh, no, I played this game a ton. I got to yeah. like level seven at one Why? point. Why? You so Not many today, better games the, to play. The last time I played it. God. This game is so much fun. Everyone should. It's first off, it's free. You're such a tour. Just insert some Viral Bear 2000. Hair, you can download it. You're a horrible it. person. I, or I can send it to you. Just, you yeah. know, contact me on the Discord. I'll send terrible. it to you. Don't worry about it. I got you covered. Terrible, man. Uh, 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 but no, it's a, it's a really bad game. Three out of three. Yeah, out of eight. I'll give it a three out of eight three? on the scale. Yeah. Three, three. I'll, I'll give it a two because I enjoyed the soundtrack and just and the, the, mun- the ridiculousness yeah, the of a bear noise. driving a car in the woods. <laughs> well, other bears are trying to knock you off the road. There's no road. Yes. It's the forest. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. Uh, I, I'm giving it a two as well. I'm surprised by noise. That. It's because of the munching noise. 
And and I, my Dang. favorite part of it was when he would like get pissed and his eyes would get big and he had the oh. lines in his eyes. I thought that was funny. <laughs> when he would get stung, he'd growl. Yeah. Danielle. Danielle, what about you? You could scale. Okay, so I don't play video games very often. So if I'm going based on playability, I would not go that high. However, I would watch somebody play this just to see their frustration. So I'd probably give it a three. Yeah, but for well, how lucky long for you, Tony plays to level seven. Yeah, there you go. You just watch Tony when you got to punish him. That's usually who I do watch. Mo. I would uh, pay to watch Chop stream this game. I would no, love why? to see Craig stream this I game. Wait, yeah. oh. Xander, how many how many gifted subs do I need to get, drop on you to have you play this game? Uh, to its completion. Five. Oh, you to have completion? To the game. game uh, yeah. Twenty. How many Oof. how many levels is it? Actually, I don't know. I never beat the game. Oh God. Hold on, we have I, I have the info. I sent the info to you. So the game came out in uh May twenty fifth, two thousand nine. It's free to download. Uh uh So there's bees. There's an endless game mode if you're feeling uh <laughs> feeling up to it. Yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah, I can't find I'd rather see Craig play this for the first time on stream. That'd be that'd be oh, more, yeah, for sure. more that, enjoyable. That's See, that's the win. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Watching other people play this and getting frustration is highly entertaining for me. <laughs> you guys right. are the perfect pair. Don't worry. <laughs> I got I got plenty of other retro relapse for you guys. Oh, uh, we still, know. We know. Still planned out, so don't worry about we it. We know. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into the future for a little bit and find out what's going on with our Mega Man Robot Master. Are bracket. we taking a ride in the Epoch again? Do you want to? Yeah, let's hop in. Do you want to? You want you, you want to go see uh, robot <laughs> bikes? Yeah, let's go hang out with them. Let's let's do it. You may be wondering where you are, or more importantly, when you are. Well, this is the end of time, of course. All lost travelers in time end up here. When four more beings step into a time warp, the conservation of time theorem states they will turn up at the space-time coordinates of least resistance. Here... Disturbances in the space-time continuum have increased recently. Far too many folks are just popping in here. I fear something is having a powerful effect on the very fabric of time. It is pretty bleak here, but not to worry. All time periods connect here. You can even visit the Robot Master theme bracket here. Uh, now let's see. You came from the year 2021. Mid-June. Ah, uh, yes. So the matchup you're looking for is this one. What an interesting matchup this one was. Can hardly believe the outcome myself. But that's neither here nor there. Let's not spoil the surprise and act like we can't just look at the winner, shall we? 
The first song in this particular bracket is Snake Man's Theme from Mega Man 3, composed by Yasuaki Bunbun Fujita. Let's take a listen. After all, we have all the time in the universe here. from Mega Man 2, composed by Takashi Tateishi. hook you up to different ways to vote. You can go to the Legend of Retro Facebook page and vote in their reaction poll, or go to Twitter at Legend of Retro GZ and vote there. You can even go to Discord and vote in our emoji poll. Ah, that last pillar of light, the one growing green, well that takes you to patreon.com slash gamezilla media where you can become a Patreon supporter of the entire GameZilla Media Network. 
Just one dollar gets you an additional vote in the Legend of Retro brackets, as well as access to the State of the Zilla, the monthly show where anyone from GameZilla talks about whatever they want. Rather gluttonous. And since we're at the end of time and money has no value here, why not consider becoming a $5 patron to get all kinds of extra goodies? Like Game Shark, the bonus show from The Legend of Retro, as well as bonus shows from all the other podcasts on the GameZilla Media Network. Did you know that when you become a $5 patron, you can tell us that you want to hear The Glitch do a rap about a gauntlet character? Or force LPJ from Last Action Podcast to record a Mighty Ducks episode? What fun. Now, I know you are itching to go ripping back and forth between time, but first, you need to return to your era. And you must hurry. The longer you remain here, the harder it will be to change that which must be changed. Stop by whenever you're in the area. Come see me anytime. Think of me as your guide. I don't know about you, but that guy was super cool. That Xander is so much cooler than than Green Chops. Uh, super, super creepy. <laughs> I think he's a lonely he's a lonely guy, and uh, yeah, that's about all I'm going to say. All right. Well, this this episode's gone on way too yep. long. I mean, we probably could just have not even time traveled, and we would have made it to Robot Xander, just because how long this episode is. So uh, I think it's uh, it's time to sign off. What do you guys think? I'm cool with that. Come back anytime. <laughs> mm, we'll buy it at a high price. Thanks for coming on. Stranger, stranger, <laughs> stranger. Now that is a weapon. Thanks for being on the show, Danielle. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch you next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues. continues. give up uh, when the legend continues no <laughs> i think you have she's a new like no um, oh. xander i think i think you have a new ending for this episode. i know right <laughs> i just want i just i just want you to, to walk away danielle by tipping over the mic what this game was missing was a totally sweet uh are you guys familiar with still dawn the song that played at the end of of the original resident evil nope no oh man all right we're gonna pause for just a second i'm gonna send you this link because we are definitely gonna no, talk about this song <laughs> no we need you guys uh, need to hear still nah, dawn. it's already like an hour into this episode we're it's good fine all right take a listen to still dawn because it's so good nope. <laughs> wait do i have to
tell me there's a female singer. This sounds so much like an 80s power ballad. You guys not hearing the same song as me? This is incredible. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's great. This, is, this has Willa Ford's name written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> 